Hi, this is Alonzo Bowden. Welcome to episode 29 of Who's Paying Attention, my weekly or semi-weekly or do it as often as I can podcast. Listen, I want to wish you guys a happy Thanksgiving. I think this podcast might be a short one. It's Wednesday. I have to go have turkey for lunch so I can get in line for the Black Friday sales that now start on Thursday. Do they even remember Thanksgiving? How bad is it to be an employee of like, I don't know, Target or Sears or Walmart? Well, Walmart is bad to be an employee anytime, not just Thanksgiving. But I think it sucks that they have to go to work Thursday night because the stores want to open like they each want to beat each other to Black Friday. So um, my car is already at the mall. I, I've, I've already left it there. I parked in advance and I'm getting ready. So uh, <laughs> happy Thanksgiving. Listen, I was going to try to avoid politics this week. I just said, you know, maybe a break from all that nonsense. But but you can't because the, the, the stupidity, the level, it, it, it staggers the mind. It, you know, they're still, the Republicans are still coming up with reasons they lost the election. And what I love, not one of these reasons includes the phrase, oh, Barack Obama was a better candidate. Barack Obama is the president and knows what he's doing. No, it, it couldn't be that. So um, Bobby Jindal, who is the governor of Louisiana and who is, I won't say he's as crazy as Rick Perry, the governor of Texas, and I'll, I'll get to Texas later, but Jindal is out there. And, and these guys can't take a simple lesson from Chris Christie, governor of New Jersey, who didn't like Barack Obama, didn't like the federal government. But when the state needed it, he stepped up and said, we got to work together and get something done on Sandy. No, the Jindal now he's saying that Romney was wrong for saying that, you know, um, people who voted for Obama did it to get gifts. You know, those crazy gifts women want like uh, contraception and health care. Yeah. And and. Jindal is so full of shit, and, and like he's a he's a true Republican. Whichever way the wind blows, that's what he's saying. So so now they're all blaming uh, Mitt Romney, and then you have and Jindal was one of their. Remember, they wanted Bobby to run for president. They they needed someone brown to throw up against Obama, and they wanted him to run for president until he did the response to the State of the Union address. I believe it was in '05 or '06, and. His was such a horrible, rambling, babbling, like it rated right up there with one of my podcasts. Just ramble on about anything, throw together a few sentences. So Jindal was off the list. Now, now their hot up and comer is Rubio. Rubio is from Florida and he's Latino and they lost on the Latino votes and they think Latin people are so stupid that if they throw a Latin name up there, all the Latin people are going to come vote for him. So... Rubio gets asked by GQ magazine, how old is the earth? It's a simple question. And the, the answer is four and a half billion years about. That's what scientists have come up with. But he doesn't want to upset that religious right moral majority. We love Sarah Palin and we don't read books set. So he's like, well, you know, the, the, the age of the universe has nothing to do with the economy. Blah, 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 because he simply doesn't want to agree with science. They, I, Why not? You know what science would have told you, Republicans? It would have told you the how the polls are going. It would have told you <laughs> that America changed. It would have, the, the, the scientific polling says women don't like being raped. You might want to have looked into that. 
So I'm sorry. I didn't want to get political, but that's hilarious. And and I've got another great one here. This this is beautiful coming from the Morrow Party. <laughs> Have you heard about this guy from Tennessee? Republican Representative Scott Desjaris or Desjaris. I'm not sure how he pronounces it. Okay, listen to this guy's track record. <laughs> he calls himself a consistent supporter of pro-life values. You know, those those values that they have that the Democrats don't have values. We have values. Okay, pro-life values. This is what he did before he became a congressman. Um, his ex-wife had two abortions. His mistress, he tried to talk her into going to out of state to get an abortion where it was legal. Uh, there's a trial transcript from 2001. When Dejaris was a doctor, he had sexual relationships with at least two patients, three co-workers, and a drug representative. <laughs> so they, they're such hypocrites, and they're so full of shit. It, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, you know, I'm trying. I'm trying to, to, to get away from the politics, at least take a break for one week, and, and I couldn't. Um, on the good side, ceasefire between Hamas and Israel. That, that, any of those battles, I've been to the Middle East. It, it's, it's, the thing that the press doesn't get across about the Middle East is how small it is. It, it's such a small area. It's literally you know, like New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut being at war with each other. And, and the most horrible thing about it is, it doesn't matter which side you stand on politically, is the average people who get hurt. It's the, the kids who want to go to school but have to protect themselves from rockets being fired. And, and you know, it's, so thank God there's a ceasefire, all right? That, so that's, that's some good news, something to be thankful for. Now, let's get out of politics and let's get into stupid, all right? Just straight stupid. This secessionist movement. Have you have you heard about this? Have you been paying attention to this? The web, the White House has a website called We the People, and you can petition the White House for anything on this We the People website. And I think they should call the website. You know, crazy people email us here. Um, idiots check in here. It's, it should be something like that. So now it's a secessionist movement. Barack Obama was reelected as president. And it seems a man in Alabama started a petition to get rid of Obama because the local city ordinance made him close his topless car wash. Yeah, that's definitely Barack Obama's fault and a reason Alabama should leave the Union of the United States. Now, don't get me wrong. I got no problem with Alabama leaving the Union. It's an interesting thing. All these states that, that want to secede, I can't really think of a reason to stop them. Texas, you know, I, I told you I'd mention Rick Perry. Back in 09, <laughs> Perry actually talked about in 1845, I believe it was, I'm not sure the exact year, but right about then, um, when Texas became a state, he said, and this is the governor of Texas, okay, just to let you know how, how crazy runs. This is the governor said that back, yeah, in 1845, uh, Texas retained the right to secede from the Union. You know, they, they held on just in case this whole United States of America thing doesn't work out. We can always leave. So now <laughs> they've started their petition that they want to leave. And again, goodbye. I mean, listen, I'd miss some things about Texas. Austin's a great city. I've had great times in Dallas. Um, 
We recently had the Formula One race at the new track, Circuit of the Americas, was phenomenal. You did a great job. But, uh, you know, if you want to arrange it that the Dallas Cowboys and the Houston Texans and the Mavericks and the San Antonio Spurs and et cetera that need passports to travel to play their games, or perhaps, you know, the, the Texans and the Cowboys will just play each other 17 times a year. That'd be Texas football. But remember, when you secede from the United States, you have to give up everything the government's giving you because these states that want to secede, all of them take more than they give. They get more federal aid than they pay in. Not to mention the fact, hey, Texas, we're going to pull out all those military bases that support cities. They could make no mistake. Military bases in a lot of places are sort of a government assistance program. Like, for instance, um, my family, I have family roots in Sumter, South Carolina, and there's big Air Force Base there called Shaw Air Force Base. And if Shaw Air Force Base closes, Sumter goes bankrupt. And the government knows that, so they keep some of these bases. And you better believe, like Fort Hood, Texas, that, that whole economy around Fort Hood is supported by Fort Hood. So keep in mind, when you secede, we're, we're pulling all of that out. Yeah, we're taking that away and and. The same thing with Louisiana and Alabama and Tennessee and everywhere else these petitions come from. You know something, instead of gathering signatures, electronic signatures on your idiot petition, why, why don't you start a book club? Yeah, yeah, spend your time reading books. You'd be amazed at the progress the United States of America has made since 1845. You really should join us. This country has done pretty good. Not only that, you might find out how old the earth is. I'm just putting it out there. Just put down the petition, join a book club. How about that petition? How about we send a petition to the same people to join a book club? I think we might get eight signatures and four X's. So, uh, all right, I'm done. I'm trying to leave it alone, people. I'm trying to stop the politics, but they're hilarious. Let's talk about national issues. Tragedy might even be the right word. Hostess going bankrupt. No more Twinkies. How weird is that? Colorado and Washington legalized marijuana and Hostess goes out of business. No more Twinkies. There'll be panic in the streets. They'll, what? No more Twinkies? Now listen, as soon as this happened, I called this one. I, I, I'm raising my hand. Because I called it. This is what they did. The CEOs blamed the union. Saying, oh, those union workers want more benefits. Those sons of bitches want a living wage and, and, and health benefit. The hell with them. They're bankrupting the company. Mind you, right before the bankruptcy, the CEO and his boys, the executives, voted themselves raises. You know, he left with a $2.5 million salary and blah, blah, blah. And that, you know, but it wasn't them. It was the union. The union was fighting to avoid a 31% pay and benefit decrease. So the executives voted themselves a raise and then declared bankruptcy. Now, we all know what's going to happen because we've seen this happen before with airlines. We saw it somewhat with the automotive companies and their unions. And Hostess is going to go bankrupt. They're going to dissolve the unions. They're going to stop paying pensions, stop giving union benefits, and then they're going to reorganize and reopen the company. So don't worry. The Twinkies will keep flowing. And if you have some Twinkies, hang on to them because they last forever. That's the beauty of the Twinkie. It never goes bad. Okay, what else is going on? This one 
struck me as, as kind of weird this week. Um, there was an article written, a uh, an editorial, an opinion piece um, by Stefan Fatsis, Fatsis uh, in a roundtable discussion in Washington, the future of youth football was discussed. And, you know, they had the brain surgery, neurosurgeons, and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, and this this is the title. Why do we let kids play tackle football? We shouldn't. Yes, we should. All right. I'm, I'm not even going to go into this. Yeah. On occasion, kids get hurt playing football. And it's tragic when they do. But you know what? Kids get hurt doing any and everything they do. Kids get hurt falling off bicycles, falling off skateboards. And, you know, kids get hurt. And again, it's very sad, but it's true. Kids get hurt being kids. Tackle football. Listen, these are little kids, okay? When we're talking about Pop Warner and Pee Wee, you know, little kids who start, he says, the game's simply too dangerous for any kid before the age 14. Listen, when a seven-year-old runs into another seven-year-old, He's not being hit by an NFL lineman, all right? He's not going to be damaged for the rest of his life. Have you seen little kids playing peewee football? They're just running around mostly. Sure, they hit each other and knock each other down, but that's just kids. If you took, and particularly male kids, okay, boys, because it's like in us. It's chromosomal. I don't know. I'm not a doctor, but we have this thing. Little boys like to compete. It's one of the rituals of manhood. You test each other. If you took a bunch of little boys and put them in an empty field and put a ball in the middle, they're going to come up with a game where they start banging against each other for that ball. The guy's going to pick up the ball and run around. The other kids are going to chase him. It's what we do. All right. So peewee football is not, not, I mean, are you kidding me? Are you kidding? You know how much good they get from being on a football team? Learning about discipline, being yelled at by a football coach kind of teaches you that in life there are rules and you have to follow them. Teamwork. You have to work with people. You know how good it is when the team works together? And this isn't like, you know, the five or six-year-olds. But by the time they're 10, they understand that, hey, if we all work together, we score a touchdown, everyone feels good, and then we get to go to Chuck E. Cheese. Now, There are situations, there was a situation in Texas earlier this year, and, you know, if they stay part of America, this kid will probably make it to the NFL, but there was a kid, I think he's 12 years old, he was like 6'3", over 200 pounds, just huge, huge. That kid's not allowed to play against regular 12-year-olds who weigh 120. They have rules, they're not going to make it like that, so... Yeah, keep youth football and keep youth sports. You know why? Because it keeps your little kid off the couch playing video games. And you know what that leads to? That leads to the 600-pound teenager. You've heard me mention this show before. It fascinates me. On TLC, there's a show, teenage kids weighing 600 pounds. You know why? Because they never played football. They never had to run. They, They didn't have to run up and down the bleachers. They didn't have to do a lap when they screwed up. It, it's part of growing up kids sports. It, it, you, no, you cannot ban football for kids. I'm sorry. This pussification of America gets on my nerves. It, this guy, and of course they found a few players. Listen, NFL players suffering concussions is a real issue and a real problem. I think it should be studied more. The, I heard one great idea. This uh, neurosurgeon said, they should go back to leather helmets because if all you got on your head is a piece of leather, you're not going to use your head as a weapon, except in movies. Why is it in movie fights? 
the headbutt always seems to be just just a brilliant move. Like I've never been angry at somebody and said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to hit him with my head. No, I'm going to hit him with a stick. Or better yet, I'll hit him with a shoulder pad. Youth football is not a crime. It's right up there with skateboarding. It's fun. Let the kids enjoy themselves. Okay, what else do we have going on this week? Five-hour energy? Have you heard about this? 13 deaths caused by this five-hour energy drink. People, watch out for these energy drinks. We don't know what's in them. Yeah, You know the commercial for, for five-hour energy. Hey, you ever get that two o'clock feeling? Why don't they give the real commercial? Hey, you ever get that two o'clock feeling? You know, where you're still breathing and your heart hasn't exploded? Well, try some five-hour energy. What's in it? None of your damn business. This stuff is toxic and it needs to be stopped. I, I don't know what's in You know, Red Bull seems to be okay, but some of these <laughs> shaky ones, be careful, people. Be careful. You know what you do if you're really tired at 2 o'clock? Eh, take a nap. Pretend you're working on a computer and close your eyes. Do something. I don't know what to tell you, but five-hour energy. Should give some to that guy who wants to take away youth football get his energy going, and then make him run some laps on the football field, see what it's like. Oh. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's been a good week. And I'm going to wrap this up. And again, I told you I'd be going short this week because, you know, I got to get out there. It's, it's Black Friday. And I, being a black person, I don't have a problem with Black Friday, by the way. So, so you know, some people look for it. Like, oh, why they call it Black Friday? Look, I don't care. Although that scene was really funny when... um what was it, Harold and Maude made a porno or whatever, and Craig Robinson, who's hilarious, I love that guy, did a scene about it, why do they call it Black Friday, and then made it a day off for him. So, finally, we're going to go to the American Music Awards. Did you see this? Where Psy and MC Hammer joined forces to do Gingham Style. Have you seen this Gingham Style? You, you know about it. I'm not going to go into it, but Hammer... Hammer made a comeback to do Gangnam Style, and, and they both had hammer pants on, you know, big, baggy, low cry. It was fun to watch. Look for it on the web. But here's the thing. This guy's side, this Korean guy who's created Gangnam Style, is now a worldwide star. He's making a ton of money. I wonder if Hammer gave him any advice, you know, like, hey, man, now that you make all that money, when that guy drops by the house and tries to sell you a racehorse, just say no. Don't buy a racehorse. You know, you, you ever get that urge to employ 200 of your closest friends? Don't do it. Don't do it. So I hope Hammer gave him some financial advice. I'm going to give you some financial advice, people. It's Black Friday. Drop what you're doing. Get in line now. Go buy something. I don't even know what. It, it, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. The holiday season is officially here. Well, it was officially here in late September when the Christmas trees went up. Do you notice any cynicism on my part? Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, Happy Thanksgiving, Happy Ramadan, Happy Festivus, Happy whatever you celebrate, enjoy. It's the holiday season. Be careful on the road. Uh, don't text and drive. Don't crash in anybody unless you see a guy complaining about youth football. Then put on a helmet and take him out. This is Alonzo Bowden asking, who's paying attention? I love you guys for listening. Have a great holiday. Good night.